Wednesday, hump day, all that fly shit. Is it weird for me to share my own life? No, you're how it's supposed to be. Oh, okay. I need, I, need, I need you to turn it down, okay? How about that? Well, listen, what's up? We missed you last week. I know, man. I I know. We got, you know, we got cuts in there. <laughs> Damn, bitch. You're cheating on me. <laughs> Somebody well, have know, an affair. I do what I do. It's okay. <laughs> That's, a, that's an affair haircut. Look, uh -oh. that look, that's an affair haircut, just so you know. Ooh. I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah. always invite you. Yeah, listen, I always decline. Right. <laughs> I'm going to spend all this water across this table. Which <laughs> <laughs> I always decline. Thank you. Thank you for no thanks. Well, listen, well, welcome. Welcome back, man. We got the Canadian in the building. You know what I mean? Know? Holding on up. Yeah, me. Flat footed and bold and unapologetic to me. Me. I would have put this shit. But yeah, we're back in the building, man. How you been? Let's, am, let's, let's do a recap real quick. I am good. I'm gonna, I, you need to go first because you wasn't here last week. Well, you know, let me just say, you guys held it down last week and did Thank an outstanding job. I, um, I really enjoyed. Say that well, I didn't get to watch it yet, but I'm going to enjoy watching it. Um, I enjoyed seeing how many views y'all got. I love that. Uh oh, hello. Oh, look, every week. Hey, Manny. Look, the other hey, one. Manny. Look. Oh, that's a different one. Every <laughs> week. Every week you call me at the same time on the podcast. <laughs> she hung up. Bye. <laughs> she like, bye, Nip. Every week. Yeah. Um. Where was it? I don't you You didn't get the you didn't chance to watch it, but you yeah, but, I, but yeah, down. you guys, yeah. And um so thank you all Absolutely. for that. You know, that was really good. Um I, I don't even know what to say. I'm I'm trying to catch back up on life right now. I don't mm. even know what's going on. Life is happening. Yeah, it is. Yeah, life it is. is happening. And um Kaneba, how you feeling, man? Yeah, let's do that. Uh I'm chilling, chilling. Yeah. Um say the same thing I said last night, you know, know, just trying it. to you know, make sure my mental health is good. I'm taking the opportunity to do some self-care, recording some music. Okay. We finna drop this good old mixtape. Um, I got a single actually coming out as well. Oh, you doing, um, Cisco, so you we doing like Cisco? Like you gonna drop with Drew Hill, then go solo? No, no, we, no, no. I, I'm still Vegas. a part of HSK, <laughs> baby. Ooh, I swear. Into, into my single drop. Uh, no, we do it. Y'all do it yourself? Mm -hmm. okay. I'm part of HSK. It's my single job. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm always going to be a part of HSK. Oh, my bad. I ain't I going no nowhere. I'm sorry. I don't want no problem. I ain't going nowhere. I'm Said everybody right before they broke up. Oh, here you go. Hey, Hope. Hey, Chi. I can't with y'all. Yeah. I can't with y'all. Well, yeah. But that's yeah, good, that, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, I just talked to my baby, my grandma. She is doing well. Um, it actually makes me really want to go home like now because like she's doing well she's talking a lot um she's been trying to get out of the bed was she not we have doing keep... well before i don't mean no yeah she had right no 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 she had um my grandmother had multiple strokes oh, wow. back in december and at the same time we didn't tell her that my mom was in the hospital so it was a lot going gotcha. on at one time so um 
just to kind of see where her progress is now, I'm just like, yo, God has definitely blessed this lady. Like, she is the epitome of strength. Okay. How old um, is she? She is uh, 87. 87. Okay. okay. Yeah, so she, she, hey, that's the lady. Yeah? That's the lady. Yeah. So I can't wait to go see her. Um, that's really good to hear. I really wish I could just go and see her now, but, you know, work. Um, you know, working from home is a blessing and a curse. Um, the blessing is you always get the opportunity, you know, to be in the comfort of your own home. The curse is it's just so much to do. Um, and so, therefore, I can't be around my family because they're not going to let me be great and do my work. So, so I'll go see her Saturday. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Oh, good. That's, that's dope. Um, all is well this way, man. We um We didn't. Oh damn! We didn't have a show. Oh, there's more today. I'm trying to figure out why we didn't Memorial. have a show on Monday. We didn't have a show on Monday, man. So I guess it would be my initial recap. So weekend was good. Um, me and the baby just wild out per usual. Um, you right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, last Wednesday, was super dope. You know, I think we had like over a thousand views. Y'all did, man. Yeah, yeah. So the what what is love segment? I think that was super dope. I think I guess a lot of people need to hear that. Um, oh, can we play catch up it. when you're done? I want to hear about it. Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so other than that, everything is good, man. The baby's good. She's at the house now chilling. My other one just called me, as she always does, right before we go on or as we're on. Um, so that was super good, man. Um, life is happening. Obviously, we're dealing what we're dealing with today. Um, it's kind of heavy, heavy on me, though. Like that, I know we're going to talk about it tonight, but it's... This last situation has been super heavy on me. It's, it's sitting with me differently. It should be. Um, You're a black man. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it's just sitting with me differently, man. Like, typically, not not to say it misses me, but typically it, it, it hits me and then it's like, damn. Now it's like it's I'm literally sitting in it. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Like, I wanted to go live last night and kind of talk about it, express some of my fears and my, you know, just, just some of my opinions, man. And I just couldn't. Like, I couldn't hit that live button because I ain't had nothing nice to say. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one of those things where it just it would. I don't think my points would have got would have came across in the way in which I needed them to. Like I think I'll be able to do that tonight. Oh, I was about to ask. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. I think I'll be able to do that tonight because, like I said, I've sat with it and I just kind of processed that. You know, but other than that, everything else is good. So, yeah. Let's get it popping. So, um, we are going to touch on all of that Mm -hmm. tonight. Um, I titled tonight. Um, black American, black Americans, um, endangered, endangered species. species, because they're they're legally killing us out here, and um, we got to talk about it. Um, do we go heavy or do we go light? Because nah, I want to go wanna, back on you, you, you guys. I mean, I want to go heavy first. I want to go heavy, but we can we can definitely do that recap first. Yeah, I want to go heavy because I got a lot of shit to say. Well, let's do it. You see what I'm saying? Like, I want to I want to do that. I want to I want to I want to be as transparent as possible. Mm-hmm. Because I'm angry, but not like I'm not mad. I'm angry. Like uh, to me, that's a difference. Like I'm I'm fucking frustrated. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those situations where I don't know what the fuck to do. You know, like I'm like I'm watching this man die. You see what I'm saying? Like and it, and it's like a mockery. You watched it. I watched it. Mm-hmm. I can't. So I'm, and I watch I watch both videos. It's, it's two videos. One that shows like the altercation that took well, it really wasn't an altercation. Mm-hmm. Um, he got out of the car. He was he was like, "Yo, stop touching me!" Boom, boom, boom. So it wasn't a, like necessarily resistance the way they made it out to be. Mm-hmm. Then they wrestled him to the ground, and after that, he was just like, "All right, I'll get up. If you let me get up, I'll get in the car. Whatever, whatever." Then my man just basically 
kneeling on his neck. You know what I'm saying? So you basically watch this man die. You watch him take his pretty much his last breath. They say he died in the ambulance, but nah. We saw what happened. Like, the man was lifeless. You see what I'm saying? And they actually showed another angle. Is It was actually more than one cop. It was more than one it cop on him. three. Yeah, it was all three of them. So he couldn't breathe But you could only see one. So one is on his lungs, one is on his back, and then the other one is on his esophagus. So there was no air, literally. And the more he tried to talk, the harder it was for him to breathe. And then you have this, this fucking clown that's patronizing him. Like, you can breathe. Just, just relax. You're okay. And he looks up in the camera. Like, he literally looks in the camera like, like, this is okay. You know, the and cop. I watch the cop. The cop is on his neck. He literally is looking in the camera like, this is okay. Like, this is normal protocol. Then the chief of police, which is ironically a black man um, in Minnesota, right? He was like, there is nothing on the books. There is nothing on protocol to say what you did was right. And then the mayor, who was a white guy, was he was flabbergasted. Like, he couldn't even talk. I don't know if you guys watched the interview with the mayor, but he was like, I don't even know. I think he almost said fuck. He said, I don't even know what to, what to say. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, they were, you know, relie relieved of their duties. Um, but that's not enough. That's not that's a, but that's not what I'm saying. Enough. But that's not enough. So now what do you do? <clears throat> so norm normally in situations like this, I I don't I don't necessarily believe in an eye for eye. Like, mm -hmm. where that kind of perpetuates the cycle. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, okay, well, you do us, we come back and do you. You do us, we come back and do you, so on and so forth. Right? So um, when that happens, it's like, I get it. But I'm not, I'm not always eager to go towards that. Now I'm like, you, I really want, I, like, I really want bloodshed. And that's not good because I shouldn't, I don't feel like I, I feel like I have a right to feel that way, but I, I'm still torn about it, if that makes sense. It makes sense. I saw this um, meme where it had two black brothers, one in the front of the cop, white cop, and one in the back with a gun to him and said, is this, and I might not be quoting it right, but it's pretty much saying, is this what we're going to have to do? to protect ourselves or, or right. to get them to see. And, you know, there people will say things like, well, do, and, and we even teach our kids, well, do this when the police pull you over. And I'm, I'm even tired of hearing that because then behind it, they'll say, well, if they would have just did what they were told. Well, I've seen white people go the fuck off on cops. Mm -hmm. Go the mm -hmm. fuck off mm -hmm. on cops. And nothing happens. They don't even get arrested. And, they don't get a fucking warning ticket. And, I mean, and to further that, that narrative, what if I do what I'm supposed to do? Mm -hmm. What if I don't resist? What if I'm still dying? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm still going to die. Mm -hmm. Like, if you look, I mean, if you, if you watch the video, it would be different if while this cop, these cops are kneeling on this man, he's struggling and wiggling and whatever. But he's doing he's literally nothing. just like, please, I just can't fucking, just get off of me. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I just don't want to die here today. Right. And they killed this man in broad daylight. And what was the reason for, for even? I don't even fucking know. I don't even know right. why he was stopped. But whatever it was, it didn't, it was, he shouldn't have had to pay with his life. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck. Unless he murdered somebody right then and right there, he shouldn't have had to pay for it with his life. You see what I'm saying? But this man, literally, whatever the violation was, paid the ultimate price. Like, literally. In broad daylight. This wasn't in no tucked away, you know, we, it wasn't, you know, may he fever rest in peace. It wasn't on Martin Aubrey, whereas if we don't see the video, this never happened. Mm -hmm. Right? It wasn't that situation. This was in broad daylight. 
you have people behind the camera like, yo, please get off of him. Please. You have his officer compadres literally sitting right there beside him. No one is saying get off of this man because he can't breathe. Not one person. Not and one. all three of the guys that were on him were white cops as well? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all three of them got arrested? All three of them got fired. I mean, I'm sorry, fired. Yeah. But all, all ten of them that were out there should have got fired. Because it's, yep. it's like an Asian-looking guy that's standing up. He's like, you know, you, you got to stand back. He should have been like, yo, somebody should have been like, yo, just get the hell off of him. Right. And just we, lock him up. Like, we Take can him rough him up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we can, we can stand him up, and if he resists, we can slam him back down. How about that? But still not get on but the still, top of yeah, him but still, but basically. Come on. You on this fucking larynx, man. Like, he can't breathe. Like, That's if you ever had a motherfucker that bear hug you and you're like, damn, that little shortness right, of breath. Right. So imagine you got three grown-ass men on your back and one is on your neck from the back. And the, the other, only thing that's on the other side of your neck is fucking cement. Eccentric said there was a white woman begging to check his pulse. The fuck? The, nigga, I'm dead. The hell? Well, well, I'm saying, like, this just simply goes back to, I think, I can't remember what show it was on. But this just simply goes back to show that, yes, there are still good people out there, period, regardless mm -hmm. of the color. However, we now need to band together even more. So don't get scared when the time comes for you to speak up. Because what's the purpose of you having a voice if you're not going to use your voice? If you're not going to exercise your voice at any given time? <clears throat> I want to be clear about something. When, shit, um, when stuff like this happens, I never go I never think all white people are bad like this never happened that never happens to me because I have white people in my family I have white people that are like family to me I have brothers sisters whatever that I call my family right so I get that but in the same breath I need for all of you motherfuckers to stand with us on this one mm -hmm. I need for you to use the privilege, not and, and they don't abuse their privilege. I give them that with the utmost respect. None of them that I know use that whole white privilege thing, but we all know it's there. But in this moment, I need for you to use that fucking privilege to help us. I need. I posted a link today for the Minnesota Police Department. I feel like everybody should be calling, asking, begging for their arrest. It's 7.25 billion people on this earth. Nigga, if one, if one billion just call it, like, blow up the fucking line. Tear, tear the whole department down. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, it should not, these guys should not be walking around. Or, or what you can do is put them in jail and put them in general population and then mm -hmm. let nature take its course. How about that? I would like that better. Put them, in, put them in general pop. Let's do that. Tiffany Denise says, he was in handcuffs on top of that. Chi-Chi said that will never occur because the Blues have taken an oath they will never correct their peers they in public. Not. They won't. Tiffany says the white women said the white race are going to have to take a stand and say enough is enough. Eccentric says people constantly get on people about recording and not helping, but sometimes the recording shows the truth. Indeed, um, Chichi says a turned cop is considered worse than anyone who has lost their life during these unfortunate incidents. So fuck that. I get it. Listen. Somebody I, again. Again, I don't mean to take over this whole interview. Or this whole conversation. But I get all of that. I get it. And all the shit I wanted to say last night, but it wouldn't have come out as calmly. I get it. I get the brotherhood. I get the brothers in blue. I get all of that shit. But you just murdered somebody. Bro. Mm -hmm. That's There is no statute. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just murdered a man. Like, it wasn't, it was nothing about that that was legit. Nothing. This man is in handcuffs. He cannot defend himself. 
-hmm. He is not struggling. He is not resisting you at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck, yo? And this is in broad, and I can't, the audacity of it is what fucks with me. This is in broad daylight. This is like two o'clock in the afternoon when the fucking sun is the highest. And it's just people. You hear abundance of people around him just screaming and yelling like, please, just let him up. White people, brown people, everybody, just please, just let him up. That's it. Just let him up. And if he resists again, then guess what? He going to get what's coming to him. I get it. But like you said, the boys in blue, they're never going to turn their back on each other. You know, and I, to me, I get it, man. I, I promise you, I would never want to rat my brother out. But if you just murder the motherfucker. <laughs> if you ain't gonna write them out, stop them then. That's what I'm you saying. Like I mean? if you, that's what I'm saying. Like if 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 you if I know that you have the potential, like if I seen that, I'm gonna snatch you up. We're gonna have to deal with whatever comes with that later. But I'm at least, if nothing else, like pull you off of him so that you don't murder this man, so that you don't kill him. You see what I'm saying? Because like I said, none nothing about that was protocol. Nothing. Yeah. So with you two brothers up here. Um, and, and, of course, rest in peace to Sandra Bland and many other black women mm -hmm. that have done it, but, I mean, have lost their lives behind it. But, of course, it's been way more black men. What does that do to you guys right now? Like, where are you at in your life with your everyday walk, with how you feel, how you, how you, just everything? Like, what is it doing to your <clears throat> spirit? What is it doing to your everything? I'll be honest. For me, I think I've become numb. I just simply don't know what to do other than to try to do what I know to do is right. But even still, like um, one of you guys mentioned earlier, even that isn't good enough. Um, as a result, I am paranoid to the highest. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like sometimes I don't even feel safe in my own home. And it's not because I have any enemies. Because <clears throat> I typically say to myself, if it's not with family or my select few of friends, I don't deal with nobody. So it's not that I have any enemies or anything, but sometimes I really don't feel safe because I'm like, at any given moment, it's going to be something. That's honestly the way I feel. It's going to be something. And I'm not saying that, you know, all of it centers around racism, but let's just be honest. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. A lot of it is. A lot of it is glorified lynching. I read that on Facebook um, the other earlier today. It is this time now is glorified lynching, whereas... In the past, it was done more privately, I guess, or it wasn't highly publicized, I'll say that. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, you have actual footage that's being shown and nothing is being done about it. And so, yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm numb. I'm just like, as I drive, mm -hmm. I make sure I'm checking my speed limit. Even though I still feel like none of that matters. Um, I'm licensed to carry. I'm scared to even carry in my car because I feel like if I'm ever stopped for a routine check, it's going to be said, oh, he tried to use it. And it's nowhere near me when I'm driving. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like it's a lot of things that go into me sitting behind the wheel. It's not just, oh, I'm going to have a great day today. It's, okay, I got to make sure that I'm calculating everything. I need to make sure I'm focused at all times in my front and in my back to make sure that if there's a cop, I'm I, at least I'm the one that's following all the rules. Even though at the end of the day, you can follow all the rules you want. If you got that one cop that's supposedly scared, you may not make it home to your family. You may not make it home to your safety. Yeah. 
<clears throat> you know, I, I said this morning on Facebook. I said, you know, every morning you guys know I always put out something positive, like good morning, I love you guys, whatever the case may be, right? This morning I said, you know, it's it's a sad day when my only hope and prayer for you guys is that you make it home to your family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that ain't just black men. That's just black America, period. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because it ain't just us. Obviously, they're killing us more, but, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're doing it just for the just for the... The whole black race, period, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it does to me. I'm not numb to it. Like, the shit still fucks with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I thought I was numb to it because, like I said, typically what happens is I'll see something like this, like, damn, they added again, right? But this one sat with me. It sit, it's still sitting with me because I can't, I can't understand. We're not even healed from Maude Aubrey. Not that we should be. But we, that literally just happened. Right. Like that what, we, two that weeks we, ago? That we know about it. This shit mm-hmm. happened two months ago. Oh, that's facts. Yeah, it, it happened in facts. February. But yeah. we just saw it a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like two months ago, right? <clears throat> so we're still there. We're still on edge. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's literally modern day lynching. So like Jarvis was saying, like, I was going to bring Bree. She's at the house. I was going to bring Bree here tonight so she could just sit in here. But I'm so afraid. I promise you, I am so afraid. Like you said, I'm just driving, and a cop, you know, you know, me and Bree, we're in the car, we dancing, we live, and we having fun. Someone sees that, and they get the, I, I don't know. I'm fucking, I'm scared, man. Yeah. And I don't scare at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't no badass or nothing like that, but I don't scare it. I don't scare easily. Like, but I'm literally, fuck, I'm scared not for my life. I'm scared for somebody else. I'm scared for, I, what, what would that do if that happened with me when my daughter's in the car? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I tell that? Who's going to write that fucking narrative? Who's going to tell that story? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's who's going to take care of my family? Who's going to do like I'm? That's just, that's what I'm scared of. I've literally been having dreams about people dying, and then this shit happened. Not myself, but every people around me just dying. And I know that's morbid. And I ain't going to take it there. But the point I'm making is that shit keeps me up at night, even more so than I already am. So you add this element. To where it's like, yo, I'm really in fear for my fucking life, yo. Every fucking day. And I have friends, I have I have allegiances with cops. Because, you know, with the kids and everything. We have allegiances with that. But like you said, what if it's that one cop that fucking is just having a very bad day? What if it's that one cop that got into an argument with his spouse and he looking for somebody else to take it out on? Mm-hmm. And I don't comply the way that he think I should comply. Mm-hmm. I may not even do anything. He may just he may just be looking for that outlet, and that badge, man, that badge just gives them that right or that fucking entitled that feeling of entitlement mm-hmm. to say I can take my pain out on you, and there's nothing you can do about it, and I'm going to get away with it. And I'm go- and that's the part that fucks people. And up. I'm going to get the lack of justice behind their actions. And there's nothing. It's like they're going to stand with them because like we talked about the the brotherhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm fucking scared, man. Like I'm, I'm scared. Again, I don't. I'm not in fear for my life, but I'm in fear for everything that's connected to me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fearful that I'm going to get a call to say Jarvis didn't, uh, Bo T didn't comply, and I don't want to tell that narrative no more, man. I'm tired of telling that fucking narrative. Yeah. People are gonna, we're gonna all die eventually. Mm-hmm. But that man is just brutal. It's just brutal, man. It's murder. It just, it's fucking it modern day of, lynching. Yeah. Of them saying that we weren't human in the first place. One four. This going back <laughs> treating us that way. What about you, brother? Do we get your, your answer since you're a black male in America? 
what it's doing. Yeah, we got some. Um, we got some. Yeah. Um, we got some comments here on IG You said it's IG been fucked up. I'm saying, has it? But how do, it doesn't make you feel away. No, it's been the way it's always been. That ain't nothing new. I'm not surprised. You just got to know. You got to know when that time comes. You just look. This might be it. See, and that's crazy. Trying to do the best you can, but this might be. They need to talk about it. Because we know what needs to be done, and ain't gonna happen. Folks, who's head. So I got a question for you then. Because well, you just, he just, I just got. I'm, I'm sorry. I got a question for you. You said we know what needs to be done. Can you can you elaborate on that? In your most humble opinion, like what do you feel like needs to be done? One, it's a lot of ignorant stuff that we do that we just don't care about that sets us up. Not saying that it sets us up more or less. But we set ourselves up a lot of the stuff from the beginning. I'm not saying it's right, but we set ourselves up. Um, Black people? Yeah. How? Well, a hold lot on, of the stuff. Because we do ignorant, I say all of us, but sometimes it's little stuff that we know we shouldn't do because we already know the game is effed up. Right. So why are you going to antagonize it? And when those cases, so one, that's not going to solve the major problem. Two, when we see other stuff happening, we should try to stop it. Those people standing around, try to stop them. You, but people are gonna get hurt. Somebody else may get killed. But when there's war or battle, you're gonna have casualties. There's gonna be shrinkage when, when it comes to bulk. But some people gonna have to put their life on the line or put their self at risk, either their job, their career, or their their health or life to actually stop something. If you've seen that happening, like for instance, if you saw the guy getting kneeled on by the white cop. You know that's not right. You just gonna scream and say stop, stop. Try to go stop the man. Go push him off of him. They're not saying it's gonna work. You might get stopped halfway, but if all ten of us recording run, try to stop, they're gonna shoot. They got to shoot all ten of us. We're not gonna do that because we're too scared. We don't want to take a loss. Everybody, well, that's not me. I'm just yell. Same thing with the cops. They scared to speak up at work. They don't want to lose their jobs. They don't want to be ostracized at the job. And even with the civil rights movement, the only reason the civil rights movement worked so well, a lot of those kids that was doing those stand-ins and those protests were college kids and kids in school because they really had nothing to lose. Most of the working class, the older people, they was too afraid. Well, I mean, it's messed up, but I do need my job. If I go to this protest, I'm going to miss my hours, and then I might lose. People got, we got so much other stuff we worried about, so we'll let stuff slide. And then all the money. We're so anxious to team up with white people. We're so anxious to do this. Black businesses can't do this, can't do that. As long as we feeding them money and teaming up with them, it's going to be your brother that's going to take the side. Well, I can't because I'm with Mr. So like, it's just too much. We, if we put all our money together, that's never going to happen. Because we, we, that's been the solution for years. No one ever does it. We're still going to spend our money otherwise instead of black businesses and, and do our own thing. We're not going to do it. We're just going to down all the black businesses. And then back to being ignorant, some of the black businesses, we act like the stereotypical black business. Taking shortcuts, half doing stuff. So we make it even worse. And then, a lot of us, we go marry white women. That make it worse. <clears throat> it's stuff that we can do, we're not going to do. So, And it's just because people are too scared. They're too worried about their own personal self. They can, they can complain and do all this out loud. But when it comes down to action, no one takes action because they're scared. Everyone's scared. It's just like the Willie Lynch syndrome. I'm going to hang you in front of your peers and dare you to do the same thing because you're going to be next. It's fear factor, right? Yeah. So, it's the same thing as modern day Willie Lynch syndrome. So I respect that. I do. However, I so, want to I want, yeah. hmm? address a couple things that you said. <clears throat> the, the first thing is 
things like this are never our fault. Mm -hmm. I want to I be clear on that because you said it's things that we can do, yada, yada, yada. When incidents like this happen, there is no fault. I don't give a damn what we did because, like I said, when, we were talking about early, when I was talking earlier, I was like, he did nothing. Even if he did something, whatever he did, unless his crime matched what happened to him, he didn't deserve that. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure it was clear. I wanted to make sure that I said that. Yeah. I definitely agree with some of the things that you're saying. Like, we can't take preventive measures because we do know we have that bullseye on our back. Granted. But then you have a person like myself, right? I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do any of those things that will bring that attention to me if I'm driving down the street. I may text and drive. I may do something like that. But it's not nothing that will warrant a cop. Your death. death, right? Yeah. So in a situation like that, and I, I have a, I, I am a black business owner. I do team up with black, other black business owners. I do, I do spend within my community. I do spend, I do try to circulate that black dollar. I try to spearhead that, right? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, that mindset that you have kind of perpetuates the cycle. And I'm not trying to disrespect you, bro. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. But that mindset is what why we keep having things like this happen. Mm -hmm. Because we also got to understand, we, every time some shit like this happened, the first thing we say is, we got to do better as black people. You can how be doing the, the best you can. How You're just the fucking fuck, black. How the right. fuck is a nigga standing on my neck? Mm -hmm. Me, how, how can I do better? Can as a, do better how yeah. can I do better as a black person a motherfucker decides to stand on my neck for no reason? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, again, I don't know, I don't know why he was pulled over. But I also know he shouldn't have died as a result of that, bro. Mm -hmm. Also know that he was doing nothing in that moment. And I know that as a black person, I probably would have... Me, me, if I seen some shit like that, my first initial instinct is going to be to run to that situation, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm screaming, I'm yelling, I'm like, yo, get off of him, please, please, please. But like you said, I am also know that's a cop. And also know that's a cop that fears me, an angry black man. And not only an angry black man, an anxious black man. So that's different. Yeah. That's a whole different animal. So I'm coming at you, you don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. So guess what? I just gave you the right to shoot me. You see what I'm saying? Because like Jarvis said earlier, I now fear for my life. I'm now scared. And it's justifiable. Why? Because everybody got a fucking camera now. Everybody, it's, it's probably 30 videos out right now. You know what I'm saying? That's just the one that we saw, the two that we saw. It's probably like 30 videos out right now. I'm saying we have to change this shit from within. Like I said, we have to understand like how local politics work, how the government works. Like we have to get in with these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like it has to be some type of repercussion for what just happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not a talking to. It's yeah, not a firing. Not, you see what I'm saying? It's not. It's not that. Mm -hmm. It's I, granted. I'm at the point where I'm like eye for eye, and I know that's not right. But that's where I'm at because I'm so fucking frustrated with what keeps happening. Right. But in the bigger scheme of things, we got to get in with these politicians. We got we to gotta vote locally. We got to do all these things. It's not an immediate change. Absolutely not. But at the end of the day, I don't think the onus is on us. Right. And, I, don't, and I don't think the onus is on us. Not, and not, not in these that, situations. Though, it, the part that is on us is the mindset that you have and so many other people have. God bless Martin Luther King. It didn't change everything, but it, it made a dent. It, it put a big enough dent that if we would have kept it going, the marches have changed and all of that. Um, we're going to read all of it, but I just saw in, in um, 
a post where it says, you damn right, I have family, I'm not scared, I'm smart. It's, and I mean no disrespect when I say this, it's not just smart, it's selfish though. Because when we, when we had people like Dr. Martin Luther King who put himself to the side, put his family, put his wife to the side, and they were marching, it made a big difference to what was happening back then. And, and the reason why it's recycling now is because the mindset of the Dr. Martin Luther Kings and the Malcolm X's have gone away. You know, they, they were two different men when it came to how they handled it, but they, we, we need them both. But now we, we, have a, we have a generation of people that's all for self in everything, yeah, in everything. And it's the selfishness that, that, that's really holding us bound as a people. Yes, we can talk about the money spent and keeping the dollar and the black and all of that. But at the end of the day, we are a very selfish race of people. And, and if we have to say anything is, is our fault, that's the only part. But being black, trying to do what's right, go, driving to the store, all of those things, we can't say that. Even when we fuss back with the police, sometimes you get fucking <coughs> sick and tired of being harassed for no reason. I took a quick um, trip this Saturday, and me and my friend were in the car, a black male driving too. It's so funny. We were coming down the highway, and a white truck that looked like mine sped past us. Two, I, I honestly, I'm not going to say they were white. I do not know, but they were very fair-skinned, right? And the way they zoomed by, I was like, damn, it was crazy. Then when we got like maybe half a mile up, we see the police. One, one almost takes after them, and one of them stops. And, and waits for us to go by, looks in our car, follows us for about five minutes, and pulls us over. When, when he pulls us over, the one that was going after the first car came behind him. So now it's three cars behind us, and one was already up there where we stopped at. When he's coming up to the car, my friend had already put his hands on the thing. I'm, I ain't been pulled in so long. I'm thinking we still supposed to be getting license registration. So I'm going through something, and I hear him say, put your hand on the dashboard. And I'm still thinking he's talking to my friend, so I don't say nothing. And my friend was like, put your, put your hands on the dashboard, put your hands on the dashboard. So he yelled at me, and I looked back. He was like, yes, you. So I put my hands up. I was like, I'm sorry. I was looking for my registration. When he get to the window, y'all know what he said? Were you guys driving down the highway flashing a gun? No, that was the one that y'all let go past, and y'all saw how they was driving. You know what he did? At, at this point, even though it's been about five minutes, as fast as their cars can go, they could have at least tried. He stood and kind of giggled and was like, oh, oh man, I, I, I almost went after that one. He radioed it in and he was like, well, look, while I'm here, do you guys have any weapons in the car? No. Then he was like, well, let me check your license anyway. So he took his license and checked it, right? And then they still, when we pull off, they still there, like minutes later because we had to go up and turn around and we came back by they still just sitting there and they never went after that car and again i know that they saw in there some fair-skinned people i can't say that they was white but they won't dark as us and it's, it's really fucked up and see okay and the crazy part about that i've had a, a similar situation to happen to me in 2016 um i normally try not to even talk about it because people will always say oh you just pulling the race card and I'm not trying to pull the race car, but what <clears> I am saying is when I got stopped, I was speeding, so I was wrong. Mm -hmm. So I always take ownership in what it is that I've done. I was going, I think I was going 45 in the 35, because you know when you're coming through like small towns, sometimes you're it going, yeah, it'll drop instantly. Yeah. It's not one of those, oh, we'll reduce your speed. Yeah, yeah. You don't always see that. It, it just changes. So when I got stopped, the cop pulled me over. He's a young, white cop mm -hmm. I would say probably late 20s so he stopped me and he asked I had my hand on the steering wheel like you said had my hand and stuff on the steering wheel he says can I get your license and registration I said yes sir I can I said it's in my glove compartment may I get it he says yes 
So I reach over, I grab my registration. He said, um, I also need your license. I said, sir, it's in my wallet, and my wallet is in my back pocket. Can I get that? He says, yes. Mind you, my hands are still on the steering wheel at this point. I reach, I get him my license, hand it to him. Most people don't know, but my, my name is Jarvis Juan James. So on paper, nobody knows what the hell I am. Okay? Let's just be very clear. Because my first name is predominantly a white person thing. We'll go into that story a different day. So he gets my license, and he looks at it. He said, is this you? I said, yes, sir, it is me. So he says, okay, I'm going to go, and I'm going to get the documentation. I'm going to, you know, write a ticket, whatever, whatever. Okay, fine. He goes back. He writes the ticket. This sheriff passed by. See that we're stopped. He then pulls up. So now I'm like, oh, my God. Because, you know, everything had just started mm -hmm. happening, like, a lot around <clears throat> between, like, 2014 to 16 and now. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay. I'm just trying to remain calm. But inside, I'm breaking. Because I'm like, well, like Tony said earlier, this might be my last time. Right. So I'm sitting there. He comes back. Now he got his hand on his gun, and his hand is literally like this. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay. The other cop, the other sheriff or whoever, walks on the other side of my vehicle. And as he's walking on the other side of my vehicle, he's looking in my vehicle. And I had a um, uh, a Katie event. And so my window's in the back. You know, in SUVs, they tint the back of the mm. car. So he's walking by and he's looking in my car. I'm like, oh, my God. So then he yells to the other car, guy, well, um, check to see if there's paraphernalia. I'm like, no. Thank God I had stopped smoking. <laughs> Fuck. Stopped smoking back in 2014. But nonetheless, as he's sitting up there, his his hand is still shaking the whole entire time. I'm like, oh, my God. So I drive off, and instantly I just start crying. Because I'm like, I felt like that was my last time. I felt that threat. So I posted it on Facebook. And I did not say that it was two white cops or anything because that wasn't important. I just posted <coughs> my experience on Facebook. This lady that used to come and pick up my cousins and I when we were younger, white lady, and took us to church and all of that, we thought this lady had the purest heart. You know what she jumped on my live and on my Facebook and said? Jarvis, oh, come on. Let's not pull the race card. I ain't even had to say nothing because my cousin jumped on and she was like, look, he never said the color of the cops. He just simply said what his experience was. But it's people like you that make it hard for people like us. At the end of the day, what you should have been saying is, how are you? Right. How are you feeling now? What will that look like in 10 years? We right. don't know. Like like I said, going back to what I said earlier in this, that shit still scares me to this day. It still haunts Man, me to this day. Let me tell you. So now all I know is just try my hardest to comply, but that <clears> does not necessarily mean... That that's gonna be enough. Man, let me tell you guys, that's that's crazy. I'm glad you're still here to tell that story. Um, I'm a. I was driving one night in Cary, Cary, North Carolina, and in Cary they have a new waterfall. Like it's in the downtown Cary, they have a mm -hmm. waterfall. It changes colors, real pretty, right? I had the longest fucking day ever, literally, like. <clears throat> all twice, it was like a domino effect. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how shit happens, and it's like, can anything else happen? Like, mm -hmm. really, really? So I said, okay. I'm just literally, I'm just driving with no purpose. I'm just floating. And 
I get to the waterfall, I'm like, oh, shit, that is out here. So let me go out here, serene, nice, peaceful. So I, And I'm literally out there. I didn't even realize I was out there for three hours. But I was just like, just woosah, right? And I noticed that it was a cop, you know, just circling, but it's always a cop circling and carry, so that wasn't too much. But I know it looked like the same. It was the SUV cop, so I, I was like, okay, well, they, there's not too many of them out. So I'm like, all right, cool. I said, well, you know what? At this point, it's like me. And, like, two white couples out there. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Not tonight. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, fuck it. I had enough. So I get in the car, and I pull up to the light, and I look in my rearview mirror. Here comes the cop. So he made, when, I pulled, when I walked up to my car, he was sitting in his car um, off in the distance or whatever. So I think he was just waiting on me to get in my car. So get in my car, get to the light, and Carrie Morrisville is literally, like, you can have one foot in Carrie, mm-hmm. one foot in Morrisville, mm-hmm. right? Right before I got to the Morrisville line, because it was a carry cop, hit the lights. Mm-hmm. It's, at this point, it's like maybe 1 o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> hit the lights. Come up to the car. And me, every time I get pulled over by a cop, I automatically call my lawyer. Mm-hmm. Automatically. And I have him on the phone, on speakerphone. I'm like, yo, Damien. Shouts to Damien McCullers, too. Um, I have him on speakerphone. This night, Damien didn't answer. Mm-hmm. Not that he didn't answer, but he didn't answer when I called him. Mm-hmm. He called me right back. Mm-hmm. But I called him, he didn't answer. So at this time, the cop is walking up. Mm-hmm. He was like, can I see your license and registration? I said, sure, but can I know why I'm being pulled over? Because I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. He was like, can I see your license and registration? I was like, well, you do know that's not a, unless there's some type of probable cause in North Carolina, there's no such thing as a stop and frisk law or stop and show your ID. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. Unless there's some type of probable cause. I was like, yes, if you can tell me why I'm being pulled over. He said, I just, he said, it looks like um, you made a stop and like a, what do they call it? Um, where you don't, stop. what is it? Rolling stop. He said, it looks like you made a rolling stop back there. I said, my man, you've been following. I said, I watched you follow me, you know what I'm saying, for the past mile or so. I was like, but no problem. Boom. I'm just really trying to stall to when Damien calls me back. So I reach in. I said, like you said, I said, can I get my license and registration because it's in my glove compartment? I was like, and just so you know, I have a concealed weapons permit. And, you know what I'm saying, like I had I had my thing on the, on the chair. I was like, it is, it's here. I said, but when I'm reaching, I don't want you to, no problems. Y'all said, is that cool? I said, I'm going to keep my eyes on you when I'm doing it. So, boom, I do that. He was like, cool. So I hand it to him. He walks away. At this time, Damien calls me back, my lawyer. I tell him what's happening, boom, boom, boom. So I'm mad because, again, I had the worst day ever. So it ain't nothing to do with really this cop. I'm just fucking aggravated, and it's the last thing I need to have happen. Damien lives in fucking uh, Apex, close to Fuquay Arena. I'm in Cary, so that's 30 minutes away, and it's 1 o'clock in the morning. So he's like, I'm on the way right now, I'm on the way right now, boom, 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 boom. <clears throat> so we get in the car. I mean, he come out. He said, would you mind stepping out of the car? I said, yes, I absolutely mind stepping out of the car. I said, it's 1 o'clock. There's no one around. I said, can I wait for my lawyer to get here? He was like, no, I need you to step out of the car right now. Cool. I said, well, I'm at least taking my phone because my phone was on the thing. I said, I'm going to take my phone and I'm going to bring my lawyer out with me because Damien's still on the speakerphone. He was like, Rob, just do what he, you know what I'm saying, just do whatever he wants you to do. I said, all right, cool, no problem. So I'm talking to him on the speakerphone. He was like, could you stand to the back of the car? Okay. This nigga is saying, I need to, I called the um, K-9 unit because I felt like it was something that I need to search your car. He said, do you give me, he said, do you give consent for me to search your car? I said, yeah, sure, why not? Because I'm like, 
me? He was like, yeah, I, I, I think I smell some paraphernalia or something in your car. I need to search your car. I said, well, I tell you, I said, if you search my car, I'm pissed. I said, if you search my car, just make sure you put shit back the way that you found it. Because I, I know what you're about. You're about to rip through my shit. He's like, but I call the K-9 unit, so on and so forth, and they're going to get to the bottom of this. So it went from nothing to something, like, real quick. Mm-hmm. So the K-9 unit gets there. And this is where shit gets funky. The K-9 unit gets there, and Damien is almost there. Like, it took him, like, 20 minutes. So I'm standing outside of the car. It's cold as hell. I'm just standing outside of the car, behind my car, right? Mm-hmm. So the K-9 unit gets there, and... The guy jumps out. It's two guys. It's a guy and a girl. The lady jumps out with the dog. And it's a thing that they can tell a dog, like, they can make a certain noise and the dog will sit. Well, he kept taking the dog around the car, and the dog never sat. Right? <clears throat> or, or no, no, I'm sorry. He took him around the, he took him around the, the side of my, to my, um, my driver's side. Because he went this way, he went to my driver's side. Mm-hmm. And the dog sat down. Right? That so, means they... That means they smell oh, something, yeah. right? So now they have probable cause to rip through my car. And I was like, all right, cool. I said, no. Nah. I said, I'm laughing. I'm like, it's me. I don't smoke. I don't drink nothing. Whatever, whatever. So the dog, they got the dog on in my car. He done popped the trunk. He like pulling shit out and putting it on the street. And I'm just laughing, man. I'm laughing like, cool. Another K-9 unit pulls up. But this is the captain, right? The captain jumps out of the car. And guess what the first thing the captain said? Rob, is that you? <laughs> because remember, I told you we have the affiliation with the Riley PD, Carry P, Apex PD, whatever, whatever, right? So he's like, Rob, is that you? I said, Yeah, I ain't gonna say his name. I was like, Yes, sir, it is, right? He was like, What's going on? I said, Your guy's here. He's harassing me, whatever, whatever. Because I mean, he was just being nasty, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I was, he was like, And the dog sat down. He was like, And the dog, what's he said? He's like, The dog is never wrong. I know it better be. It's got to be something here. The dog is a hundred percent rate. I said, well, it's going to be the one time that fucking dog is wrong. So I'm talking to the captain, and he's like, well, you know, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to get to the bottom of it, whatever, whatever. So by the time Damien gets there, obviously the, the dog never found anything. He tried to leave my stuff outside of the car. I'm like, no, 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 sir. You're going to put my shit right back in the car like you found it. So the captain was like, well, they, they don't have to, but since I know you, I'm going to make him do it. So it, he further embarrassed him. So I was like, did, well, did you find, now I'm antagonizing. I'm like, did you find anything? He was like, no, but the dog is never wrong, so it got to be something. I was like, what the fuck? I'm, saying, I'm only saying that to say there are some good cops out there. Mm-hmm. Imagine if I don't have that relationship with them, or we don't have that relationship with them. Imagine if I'm standing out there at 1 o'clock in the morning, and that dog sits down, and I know for a fact that I don't smoke or drink. There's nothing in my car. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What would that have turned out to be? So does that make it, and I'm not, listen, please don't mistake what I'm about to ask. Does that make it good cops out there, or does that make it, no, it's no, all no, in who no, you no, know? No, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the, the captain. I know who you're talking about, and that's what I'm saying. You said, I am saying that there's some good cops up th- out there, but what if it's just because who you knew? You know what I'm saying? Like, does that make people good because, well, oh, I just so happen well, no, to know no, him, well, so I'm not going to let me. Well, no, the reason why I know he's a good cop is because we went to school together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I know him as a person. Now, I don't, obviously, I don't know if he's ever done anything wrong or not by the book, but I know that he's a good person, you know what I'm saying? And I've known him since NC State University. Well, this is what I'm saying to anybody who's listening. You got cops in your family. I know that you guys put your life on the line, too, but I'm going to just say this because somebody put in the thread about this bond and this blue unit or whatever. You can be as good as you want to be. You wrong if you letting this shit happen. Facts. I'm just sorry. Facts. You wrong. Facts. I don't care how good you are. If if I don't know you and you're going to still let something happen, then you ain't no good. If you know that your, your brother or sister in blue is doing some shit and you letting it happen, you ain't no good. 
That's and right. I, and that and that's the color blue. It don't matter if you're a white or black cop. You wrong if you wrong. And I understand that y'all scared for your life. We are too. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. I just think, man, we we I think I think Tony said it. We're at war. Mm-hmm. Like right now, 2020, we're at war. And it's a war that I don't think that we can win. We definitely can't win it um, with gunplay. We definitely can't win it, you know, I'm going tick for tack because <laughs> they're licensed to kill. Yep. You we see what I'm saying? We can't win it either. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, we can't win it. We can't win it at, on an individual basis. So mm-hmm. what do we do? It's gonna have to be more than a. It's gonna have to be somebody standing the fuck up. I mean, like somebody. I say we just do an avatar move and go find our own planet because I ain't <laughs> supposed to be here anyway. Facts. Listen, I wish we could, man, because I said today, I said, man, we're living, literally living in a real life war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not to add, now we're dealing with COVID nineteen, no. so now that just makes it even worse Listen, with everything man. else that's going on. You can't go out in stores and stay as long as you want to, or you shouldn't, because right. it's now a health concern. But then, using the example of, um, I can't think of the young man's name, but the Ahmad, Ahmad um, Aubrey? Yes. Mm-hmm. Using that situation, this guy was out riding. He was bicycling. Not bothering nobody. Riding. The, jogging. Jog- oh, I was about to jogging. say he was jogging. I knew it was something. Yeah, jogging. He was out in the community. He was Exercising, we'll go there, mm-hmm. or having a moment. Yeah, and then now he gets approached by two white guys. No, they were not cops, but this just further explains what we've been talking about now in terms of the what Black America looks like because right. it don't exist. Right, because we're we're just getting killed. So we're we're just what what doesn't object. exist? Black America. I don't. Do you think so? I, I mean, because it ain't it ain't it ain't helping us at this point. We, think, we're you know what, object, we're think, just subjects at this point. I think that we, if if we got to take ownership of anything, um, and the part that is our fault, is the fact that we can't come together as a collective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the Same fact that, yeah, it's the fact that it's snake, we have that crabs in a barrel mentality. We do, as a people, and, you know, just a race of people, period. We, for whatever reason, we have, like... Not for nothing. You guys were talking about light skin, dark skin last night. On, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how, how long? Like my mother used to tell me this, and my nan, and all they tell me like, like how you know the lighter skin that you are, the better treatment that you would have in certain circles back in the day. Like they treated dark skin kids like they were nothing, or like you know what I'm saying even down to a fucking black jelly bean. Like who likes a black jelly bean? You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. I know it's funny. It's it cliche. tastes bad, though. Yeah, it tastes bad. Like, it's fucking licorice. Like, who eats licorice? It's it's horrible. But but I'm saying, like, but the fact that the fact that that's likened to us, like, why not make that a why not make the licorice a green jelly bean? Why would you make True. it? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you make it a black jelly bean? Or grape? You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be, the point I'm making is just the symbolism. It is the things that, and I'm and I'm not even no damn conspiracy theorist or nothing like that. But it's just what it is. It's so blatant at this point in time. Like mm-hmm. it's like they're literally lynching us, man. Well, society said, do you think it's popping up now during this time to distract us from something else? And I do honestly believe that as well. What? That they kill all us of, to distract us from something? Well, not just to kill. I'm not talking about the killing part. I'm talking about COVID nineteen. I'm talking about everything. When you put everything into perspective, 
COVID-19 actually, according to previous like videos and crap, COVID-19 actually started at the beginning, I mean, towards the end of last year. But now it's just all of a sudden like hitting and it's like this big pandemic. Yeah. But it's actually been present for a minute. But it, so, it didn't just hit last year, bro. COVID-19. Co you know why it's called COVID-19? Because it happened, it was discovered, and that part of the strand was discovered in November of 2019. That's why it's COVID-19. But the point is, this is just a virus. It's like a flu. It's a strand, and it mutates. This shit has been around since the beginning of time. This ain't nothing new. You see what I'm saying? Now, I will say... But what? Okay, so let's go with that narrative. What the fuck can they be distracting us from that's bigger than either one of those? Either one of us killing us or COVID nineteen? It's definitely. I don't think it's anything larger, but I definitely think that it's definitely something in a attempt like, to like right, what the world clean. Well, the thing about it is, it can be a thousand distractions. The 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 biggest distraction is the one that you allow to happen. You know, COVID-19 put a lot of people at fear. If y'all going to walk around here in fear, then that's, you can't just say, well, they they making us scared. You, you being scared. Choose choose so, be wiser. Choose to not to be scared. Facts. So think about this. Your distraction though. is your own mind. So think about this. I, I agree with that. But I also think that, you know, somebody else said it, I think, in the comments. Yes, you, you should not walk around in fear. You should not be in fear, so to speak. However, you should still be smart. Now, if we're talking more more specifically about making sure that we are not getting killed, then absolutely, I do think that we need to band together, and I think that we need to help towards that. However, the truth of the matter is COVID-19, if we're talking about COVID-19, COVID-19 is a real thing. The numbers have skyrocketed. So, yes, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be in no circle of people that I don't know. They just went to phase two. I'm not about to be one of those ones going but in the restaurants well, with be, these other people. I'm just be, saying. But can we be clear on something, though? Let's talk about it. Before it was COVID-19, it was SARS. Yeah. Before it was SARS, it was West Nile. Was, you know what I'm saying? Before that, it was anthrax. Before that, it was... You know what I'm saying? My, my point is, bro, this, this has been around since the beginning of time. Fact. So people always get on me all the time about being a germaphobe. Like, dude, like, I don't like touching handles. I don't like any of that shit, right? Like, I don't... Like you said, I don't like just being around random people. Well, that's because I don't like being, I don't like, I don't know how you take care of yourself. So I don't want whatever the fuck you got to jump on me. Like, I'm just, I've always been like that. I will always be like that. COVID-19, COVID-1, bitch, it don't matter. I've always been like that. Facts, but no. But, but my, point, my point in saying that is that was actually a joke, but I wanted to lead into something. This world as we know it is predicated upon fear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, everything, mm -hmm. everything is, is fear-based. COVID-19, fear factor. You know what I'm saying? Like, modern-day lynching, fear factor. And I'm going to say this, and you guys can take it however you want it. The Bible itself, fear factor. Because what's the one thing that you can't do? You can't speak against any ill will against the good book and yada, 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 because you'll be cast into hell for eternal damnation, right? All of that. So what do we do? Like, how do, how do we live? Like I can't, I can't, I can't, I cannot live. I'm, I'm in fear for again everyone around me. I'm in fear for getting that phone call when Nikki say, "Hey, something happened to Bo because he was driving and texting." You know what I'm saying? Like pulled him over and the shit went left. I'm in fear of that. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't necessarily walk around being scared of a cop that may kill me because I look at cops the same way I look at anybody. Like, it could be the nigga that's walking past me on the train that have some event that, are, you know what I'm saying, that's going on in his life. He can, he can be at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got these school shootings, man. You got just people just going into random buildings just shooting. Like, cops, they just get away with it more. They don't really scare me. I'm Again, I don't necessarily fear my life, but we got to do better. I think as a collective, we definitely got to come together, man. We got to band together somehow, some way. Some people have been known to, from back in the day even to now, use the Bible as a fear factor, but they don't all. But since you bring the Bible up, I will say this. And, and again, I'm not knocking anybody, taking away from anything about you. But from what I know about the Bible and what I know about faith, we don't need Christians out here or, or faith-based people out here jumping on the fear wagon. Right. Because it's, it's, it's taken away from faith. It really is. Because where is God if it tells you to not walk in fear? Right. And then you do it anyway. So, I mean, again, and it's not saying don't be smart, but it's, it's definitely saying don't walk out here it's promoting true. the fear of COVID-19 or anything else. I mean, HIV was a big thing when it came out. Still is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, syphilis. <laughs> what was the what was the one with the Tuskegee Airmen? Um, that was syphilis. Syphilis. Yeah, like it's everything that has come has done the same thing. I mean, y'all talk, we talk about the numbers and the numbers is in the numbers that the flu had the same fucking numbers, you know, different time frames, you know? And that's what I'm like. So we, we can't say not to walk in fear and do it. I'm just sorry. But anyway. We um, sorry. man, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, and and maybe maybe I'm the one that always kind of, you know, sit on the opposite side of the probably the the common go ahead, go hit the, bell the common approach. But I'm just saying, like, yes, it, I do agree, um, and I can speak only as a Christian. Um, I do agree that, you know, it's definitely written in the good book that you should not live in fear, that you should not walk in fear because God did not put fear in us, so to speak. I agree. However, let's also be very clear. Anybody that can sit back and say that they have not been fearful at any time, maybe that's not the adjective that you want to use, but let's be very clear. There has been something that has shaken your world up. And you just simply do not know how to go beyond. At that moment, even if it's for a quick second, you forget, oh, wait a minute, there's a higher power. Or, oh, wait a minute, you know, I should not be thinking this. Or, wait a minute, I'm still going to be good. For that very moment, you forget that. And you are fearful. Whether you replace that with a different adjective or not, it still happens. So, and then don't mistake what I'm saying. I'm not saying that fear is not going to come amongst any of us in the thought process or in the moment. I said if you're out here... As a faith-based Christian, you can't be promoting people. It's taken away from your teaching. Cycle, yeah, you can't add to the fear that people have is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that fear don't come on anybody, and I'm not saying they don't react on it, but I'm saying if you're, you know, in a, like, prime example, when, when COVID first happened and um, eccentric was like, well, can we do this? I think even you mentioned it. And I was like, listen, we have a platform and they telling us not be out at a certain time, not do this, not do that. We can't have a platform and then just say fuck the law and break it. So, no, we're not going in. You know what I'm saying? So, th that's what I'm saying about the faith base of a Christian. It's not to say that fear hasn't come on a Christian. It's not to say that they haven't even acted in fear at times. But we can't be in the pulpit of trying to, to bring people into faith and then be scared. 
is what I'm saying. So no, I'm not saying that it don't come on and none of that. Yeah, I think I think what you I I think what I'm hearing you say um, is again we we can't continue to perpetuate this cycle of fear based whatever right like if if you if you have a if you believe in there there is a higher power that governs our life whatever that whatever that higher power is then and you're praying to that and you're leaving what do they say you take everything and you just leave it at his feet I get that fear I mean fear is just a natural thing you're human like you can't not fear you know that's, that's just an emotion right like you're going to fear something however oh and peace ig thank you guys for checking in. i'm about to lose you but thank you guys for checking in we'll be back next week but um fear is one of those things where you can't get around it you know like you said you, you were all that one moment away from let's seeing just how strong our fucking faith is mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah. i don't know if you guys have ever had any, a gun pulled on you but i'm gonna be honest with you and tell you that's not a fun experience. Like, you don't know this nigga, he can be nervous. He can be scared, more scared of you. And that, that you know, all it all it takes is three millimeters of pressure. And that ain't much for you to go away from here. You know what I'm saying? So I think fear is a real thing. I also agree that we definitely shouldn't be perpetuating that cycle. Because um, it's either going to be one, you're either going to fear this thing over here, or you're going to have your faith in that higher power. I, I guess that's kind of what you're saying, or... Like not not so much that we can't be fearful, but understanding that that's you know, absolutely what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely what I'm yeah. saying. Tony, did you see this person come back for you and ask? Not come back like that, but I'm saying she's asking questions. Yeah, I just replied to her. Okay, so oh, what happened? So she's oh. Tony says three types of slaves: the ones that's scared, the ones that's comfortable, and the ones that's fed up. The scared ain't go do nothing but shake their heads. Oh God, I didn't know it was that much. Tony, why don't you say it out loud? All right, there's three types of slaves. The one that's scared, the one that's comfortable, and the one that's fed up. The scared aren't going to do nothing but sit back and watch you do something. Even if they agree with what you're doing, they're too scared to do it. They're not going to help you. They're not going to lend a hand. They're just going to sit back and be like, look at that fool. He know mess is going to get him. Right. Then the one that's comfortable actually thinks he got it good. Well, y'all, let's be honest. The one for slave, we wouldn't know how to read. The one for, I mean, if it weren't for master, we wouldn't know how to read. Master gave us this nice cotton shirt last summer. You don't remember that? If it weren't for, uh, if it weren't for master, I wouldn't even be able to, uh, be able to uh, learn how to do whatever he gonna say. And he gonna side with master no matter what because he think he got it good. He thinks he thinks he's better off. And then you got the one that's fed up that's gonna escape and that's gonna fight back and try to escape. Let's start a revolution. Counter. Those three types of people are we have people today mm -hmm. in the world when it comes to cops mm -hmm. or just white people in general. Mm -hmm. Some of us too scared to say anything. We just gonna sit back on our couch and look at the news or, or Facebook and be like, look at them niggas. I told them they better chill. Then you got some other black people that's friends with the whites or they got in, they got a foot in there in corporate America. Well, I, you know, well, you know, I vote, blah, 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 blah. They're gonna say whatever they wanna say to defend the white man because they feel like they got it good. Well, he been helping. one for him, I wouldn't have 13 houses on so-and-so street. But uh, I got it good. My kids won't be able to go to Harvard. You know what I'm saying? One for them. And then you got the ones that's going to say, F that. We're going to fight back. Uh, the, the Black Panther movement, Black Lives Matter. We're going to say what we got to say because we don't F with y'all. And we're going to be the ones that's going to get locked up and probably the ones that's going to get hurt. But And then the scared ones going to say, I told you so. The white ones gonna help. I mean, the the the, the ones comfortable gonna help convict you. Hmm. And then the ones is you know, then we all the scared ones go to jail. It's gonna you know that's what I'm trying to say. It's a mentality. It, it, Which one are you? 
shit. Ew. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you straight up, G. I'm not the comfortable one. I'm probably more the scared one. Just because I'm gonna keep it. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm just the strongest one. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think white folks done shit for me. And I don't think I'm better off with nothing. And I, I kind of don't even really f with white people, even though I know it's good ones. That is not the thoughts of everybody on this show. It's, it's, it's just me. Because I've had, enough, <laughs> I've had enough experiences where I feel like it's, it's a lot of sneakiness and you can't understand me. So you're going to do stuff. Sometimes you do stuff that you don't know is racist or prejudice because this is how you've done it for so long. It seems normal for you. You know mm. what I'm saying? So sometimes you do that. They don't know they're doing it. But to me, it offends me. And civil rights won't but 50, 60 years ago. That ain't that long, but that mean, yeah, I might be cool with you, Tommy, but your granddaddy hated my, hated my granddaddy. And he probably taught your daddy a little bit of racist stuff. That even though they might not taught you that, some of that stuff is still in you. So you might do something crazy just not even not knowing. Then I'm like, I can see you hanging around you. Man, you don't even understand, but I'm going to rock with you because I know you don't mean no harm. But I said, I'm here. Because we don't got no clue. And then, I ain't trying to go to jail. I'm soft to the touch. Wait, wait. I'm soft to the touch. That's why I ain't trying to go to jail. <laughs> now, I can hype you up. I can hype up another brother who ain't scared. But Tony Wilson. Oh, Lord. And I, I bruise like, like fruit. Oh, God. They can be I'm like a velvet tater. Uh-uh, no. Someone tell you one time, you Tony, you probably eat the honey bun on the pull-up. I don't know. I don't ah. actually like honey bun. But I be the fuck right eat the honey bun on the pull-up. Now, I'm ruined for life. I ain't about that shit. So, I'm probably going to be shaking my head. Or I'm gonna give you help you ideas when it's time to do it. Look, I ain't gonna be the first one to run, nigga. But after two of y'all get safe, I might come behind y'all. Let me run in the middle. And, you know what I'm <laughs> and because I know I run slow. Wait a minute. Why you want to be in the middle, Tom? Shit. <laughs> what do you mean? Why you want to be in the we middle? We stronger and nimble. <laughs> Don't send me to run across the field first. You know I'm gonna get tired and start. Jogging halfway down across the field, I'm gonna get they never gonna catch me because I can't run fast. And numbers, Yo, maybe if it's three of us, maybe one of y'all get shot. And I'm in the middle, so it ain't the first one, and maybe the last one. I'm gonna try stick in the middle. Thank you for your comments. I appreciate <laughs> nigga, oh we appreciate God. that. But but you know what? Um But I appreciate the transparency though. Yeah. yeah uh, always. Up. He's always and something that he said, um, I don't know if this is the the point he was going, but what I will say is let's travel back in time a little bit. When the Black Panther movie came out, mm -hmm. um, Wakanda Forever, I love the movie. I would go see it 55 more times. Mm -hmm. But we did astronomical numbers then, so why can't we not take that same energy to band together? And I think that's what we all was kind of saying earlier, but I'm just using it as an example. Like, our numbers for Black because, Panther blew yeah. it out the because water. Because it was... It was, it was it didn't require anything. It was popularity. You know what I'm saying? And it, didn't, and it didn't require anything for us to do what we wanted to do. No one wants to stand up and fight for this. No one wants to die. No they one wants if it, if it comes in their backyard. Well, that's what though. I'm saying. But no one wants. That's what I'm about to say. No one wants to stand up and fight until it reaches their front door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that right there is the issue, or or is an issue. I'm not going to say yeah. it's the issue. Mm -hmm. It is an issue. So I I agree with what you said. Some of that, like you know, by being certain types of people. Um, but also I believe that sometimes we'll fight the wrong fight. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like you said, some people want to run up in Master's house and kill him and shoot him and all that. That's cool. But Master had friends. Mm -hmm. 
So when they find out the master was there, guess what? They're going to come back and kill everybody they think could have possibly been a part of it, whether you did or you whether you didn't, right. right? But if we kill them from within, if we start hitting them economically, you know what I'm saying? If you start getting into these politics, if we start understanding what's really going on behind the scenes, that's how you cripple them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even talking about white people. I'm just talking about America, period. Mm-hmm. That's how you cripple. That's that's how you cripple anybody. You hit them where it hurts. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, if we kill that, if we kill that one or three cops, we're gonna feel vindicated. We're gonna feel justice is served. But then they kill 20 more of us. The numbers, the numbers don't work in our favor. No, real talk. The numbers don't work in our favor. They're licensed to kill. We're not. Well, we may be, but not like that. We ain't protected. Let's just let's be clear. That's going to be a different sentence when we go to court. Know that. You might not let's make it. Let's just move. All in favor of let's where? move. Where? Let's where? go to buy an where? island. Buy an island. You negative, man. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't want some of you niggas to come, though. Yeah, me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want nobody to come neither. Right. Right in the damn middle. Folks scared to stay in the house. Folks scared to stay in the house. Yo. That nigga said he gonna shoot him first and him last. So I'm gonna run in the middle. <laughs> Tire. Slow a slow bop. Yeah, exactly. Let's get him. <laughs> Listen, we Wait, out of the time. Wait, the weak what? Did he say weak gazelle? No, I don't know. Like yeah, the gu- they all they always they always the yeah, yeah. somebody wanna limping in the back. Oh, let me hear that. You know, what he wanna make. <laughs> money will move low the ass of a bell. This dude said money will move the ass of a bell. Listen, this was a great that. show, guys. Thank you I don't so much. I understand what he just said. Well, he's crazy. Okay. But we no, love him. We love him. He said it? Yeah, I saw oh, it. You yes. can't make a bear move. Think about a bear. You think about a bear sitting down. That nigga ain't going nowhere. Flash of money, I bet his ass will get up. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's an old saying. Money will move the ass of a bear. I've never heard it, but okay. Yeah, well, your old know. is different than I old, mm-hmm. cause I ain't heard that shit either. Mm-hmm. I'm a little older than y'all. Yeah, right. Husband. Nigga. Yes, ma'am. Take us out of here tonight, please. Listen, man. Um, <laughs> this has been a very. Un- I'm, first of all, I want to thank you guys for allowing me to get a lot of that shit off of me. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thank you all was, for yeah. your transparency tonight. It was on me, man, and I feel a lot better. I feel a little bit lighter. Um, I still feel like I'm gonna probably say some more shit in in the days to come as I learn more about what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, it's just off the cuff. It's just emotional, right? But I like to dig into things like this to find out everything that happened. Like mm-hmm. you said, we don't know why this man was even pulled over in the first place. Mm-hmm. Not that it justifies what happened to him. I still would like to know what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know: Are they gonna arrest these guys? You know, uh, yeah. Are they gonna Are they gonna be char- not only that? Now they're gonna be charged with felonious murder, not just regular. I don't want you to be charged with regular murder. They'll beat that shit every day, all day, because that's what the blue does. You You'll beat that. But I'm talking felonious murder. I'm talking about the one they're gonna give us. Like when they say they they throw that book at you, that's that. We want We want that for them, because that shit was just uncalled for. It was unjustifiable. I it, was just, it was just, it was just malicious. That's what I'm saying. Just mal- it was malicious. No, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. No, put them in GP. Yeah, put them in GP. Now you, that's a slow death for you. Oh, yeah. Like, you're going to poke them today. <laughs> like, every, they go, every cell they walk, but they're going to get poked. You know what I'm saying? So they're just going to bleed out. Yeah, and just put them in just the population with us. You know, jail is segregated still. <laughs> got them, them, and us. But, yeah, man. But, so we got, got anything coming up here? No? Uh-uh. No? So Monday, we're back, United Cypher. Um, Monday, 8 p.m., myself and Mr. Power T. 
Um, Tuesday Motion versus Logic with them, them niggas. Um, <laughs> then listen, we'll be right back here. Me and Tony will be back, back in the building next week, right? Yeah, yeah. we're back in the building. Okay, yeah. so no more. Y'all ready to go? Quarantine. Say no more. Oh, quarantine. All right, well, everybody get better soon, I guess. Oh, they don't quarantine. Got it. Mm-hmm. Get better soon, um, and we'll see you on the next one. Then next Wednesday, we'll be right back. Do we have a guest? Mr. and Mrs. Wednesday? Smith. No, we'll no. figure it out. Excuse me. So no more. All right, but look, thank you guys for tuning in, man. Thank you guys for your transparency, your input, yada, 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 so on and so forth. We but love y'all. We love you. Thank you for um, your interactions, too, on the thread. It was really great. Yeah, facts. And um, if all hearts and minds are um, satisfied... I'm at ease. You're at Life ease? is good. Yeah. Well, how about you, Josh? You want to throw something in the air? No. <laughs> God bless, man. We'll be black next week. Peace. My thing ain't playing. My music ain't playing. Okay, there we go. Slow. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not falling down like I used to. I don't do the things I used to know. Everything I say, I mean everything